Sometimes we have to just sit back and start at the beginning. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and your overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, June the 7th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling. Guys, we are episode 95. I'm feeling fantastic, and I am absolutely ready to get into this conversation of starting from the beginning. What am I talking about? Listen, the last few days, I've actually had the conversation with, I think, two people, but then I've witnessed just with my own eyes on social media, a lot of people who are dealing with, I will guess I can call it the early onset, the early onset of grief. And so I want to go and read to you actually a response that I had. And don't judge me, okay? When I get DMs, I do my absolute best to communicate the best answer that I can for anonymity purposes, I will not disclose who the conversation was with, but to my follower, to my friend who I did have this conversation with, yourself and your family have my continued love and support as you begin to navigate this journey. So I always let people know that I am I am definitely sorry and I wish I could be there. And right now, air hugs will have to be for now. In terms of the advice for the first few days, I think the best thing I can say is to be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace and space to just be. It's super important to lose the expectations and ideas for how you think others think you should feel or present or be. Just try your best to lean into the fact that life has changed and that will require change from you. But that's not needed right now. Just be with your family and feel your emotions. So this DM came from a young lady who recently lost her father and she said that she kind of tried to prepare herself because he had dementia and so she knew the direction that this could potentially be going in but yet it was still shocking and so she didn't use the word shocking but this is just an assumption that I'm making from my own personal experience but when I got that I was thinking about it I'm like you know a lot of times on a podcast I'm giving my thoughts and, and my my feedback and my ideas but I don't know if I've really just kind of sat in the idea of what it's like in the very, very beginning part of it. And I think it's quite simple. So this is it. When you first lose a loved one and when I first lost my loved ones, you're so devastated that it can almost become super surreal to you that when you're reaching out for advice and I am in the seat to give you the advice back, I'm only going to really try to speak to your soul. So if that makes sense, I, I'm not really trying to speak to the to the logic part of your brain. I'm just trying to speak to the part of your emotions that I am aware of and I understand needs delicacy and patience and kindness and it needs no expectation. And I understand that can be very difficult for us because, it, again, how we do life and loss are oftentimes similar. And so if we're just go, go, go people and we want to keep going and keep moving and shaking and making things happen. And, and, and this is the thing. I think we're, we're, we're yearning and we're, we're reaching 
and we're trying to hold on so tightly, almost with our lives, to normalcy. And you're balancing that normalcy slipping from your grasp and then having to come to with reality. And so that leads me to this too. And I want to I want to give a big up to the big grief on social media. I came across these two quotes and they were actually shared on a young man's page who unfortunately recently lost his grandfather. And he's a man of God and he's always just ministering and pouring into so many folks. And right now, I love what he said under one of his posts about his grandfather's passing. He said, no sermons or scriptures yet or right now. And that was so powerful to me. It spoke volumes when and if the time comes where I can have dialogue with him. I will extend that to him because a lot of times, and that's why I try to cautious myself, I'm not trying to give you the right thing to do. I'm not trying to give you scriptures or quotes or all of these profound statements because in the reality of it is none of it is going to soothe your soul at that time in these early stages so remember I'm not speaking generally I'm not saying that scripture and positive words and affirmations and listen I'm a quote person if you follow me you know that I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't matter but what I'm saying is that there's a time for it. And in those first times after you're getting this information and you're finding out the person died and you're, you're dealing with family and everyone's hitting you up and texting you and calling on it, like you're not really trying to hear that. And so back to the point about the big grief, the quote that I like, two of them actually, was grief is having to face a reality that confronts you with the truth of how permanent death is while still searching for the connection you have lost. So that's basically, I gave you a synopsis of that quote in prior statements. It's like just trying your best to face that reality and it confronts you. Grief calls you out. It will question if you're a person of faith, it'll question your faith. If you're someone who has such a great joy and spark in your eye, it can challenge that as well. And so I, again, that's why I'm saying for this this episode I wanted to talk about is the kindness and empathy that we need to give ourselves, not that we necessarily need from others. And this gives me to this next point. Also the big grief, and they're at the big grief. And so it says, it's not fair to expect grieving people to explain to you how you should behave around them when they themselves are clearly busy trying to figure out their own lives. So again, that infancy stage where we are first navigating and figuring things out, we've just got to push pause. And what I mean by that is I had to, and I'll speak for myself, is to push pause on the dreams and goals and a vision that I had for things at that time. It doesn't mean it's going to stay that way, but it does mean that I've learned in my research that there is a crisis phase of this, a crisis part of it that does have the potential to subside over time. But while you're in it, guys, please just be in it. If you're tuning into my podcast and you've recently lost someone, I really want to implore you and I encourage you to just sit in it. Just be, just wake up, just brush your teeth, just have a meal just go to sleep, take a walk, like just take it in strides. I know it's hard, it's overwhelming, and it may not be this easy. I get it. We're all different in, in, our, in the way that we 
process and do life is absolutely going to be different. But that's going to be the one thing that I'm going to always say to someone. If you reach out to me and you want to know what to do in the beginning or what has helped or if I can point you to any particular episodes or any content or anything that I know, even books, if you will. But I think it's just kind of allowing yourself to be. And there's another woman and, I, and I'm going to I talked about her son before on my podcast. He was a part of our In Love and Memory segment. His name is JJ, and his mother's name is Tanya. And I want to just send some love to her because I've been watching her every single day. And her son recently passed away. I don't know the exact time, but it's absolutely been less than a year. It's been a few months, and he was only, I believe, 19. And she's just really posting every single day pictures of her son from all different phases of his life, all different walks, pictures of her daughters and her son. And and she's really just, in my opinion, again, it's just my vantage point, leaning in. She is showing me what the epitome of just leaning in is. If you feel great, then you feel great. And she these pictures and the captions that she's showing, she probably doesn't even feel as strong as she's showing me, someone who has been dealing with these losses for some years is just showing me like, wow, like you can really find that joy, that little bit of peace and maybe not joy, but but peace and some comfort in continuing to share his pictures. And some other people could be looking like, wow, like all she does is post her pictures of her son every day. Like, absolutely. As her son, of course. She wasn't ready for that part of their lives to change. She wasn't ready for them to separate. And then she was reading a book the other day. And I love the quote that she circled. And I wish I actually had that on hand right now. And I was able to reach out to her and say, hey, what book is that? I'm always looking for something. And then it ended up being Megan Devine's book, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, which is a great book. I've actually listened to it, mostly all of it, via audio. And she had that book. And so that's just a prime example right there that she's in her early stages, but she was actually able to offer a lot to me, a lot more than she probably knew, but she's just sitting in it. And the, and the real answer is there is no real answer. There is no real answer. You can listen to as many grief podcasts as you want. You can read as many books as you want. You can listen to whatever. There's just no real manual for it. So the one thing I want to say about it before I kind of dip out of here is that the one thing that although you may not have the answers and there may not be an exact manual on how to do this, I would encourage you to just try when you're ready to just grasp onto that one thing that can just keep you hopeful. And not keeping you hopeful that life will get back to how it was prior to the loss, but keeping you hopeful that you will be able to restore yourself and restore some parts of you enough to rebuild whatever this new life is going to be like, whatever that new normal will stack up to be. Hope has been the major factor for me because even in my darkest moments, I just kept saying like, I can't, I have to, I have to, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. I know they would want me to keep going. And so that was it for me. And that that might not be the case for everybody. But again, in the beginning, be kind to yourself. Stay still if you need to. The power of no 
will really be a game changer unapologetically of course no I'm not going to be able to attend that no I'm not going to be able to answer your phone call I won't be calling you back no you can't come to my house I'm not going to be going to work saying no and setting those boundaries for yourself will also help you along this journey guys as I said to you I already did a quote so I'm not going to get into inspirational boost, but please always know that's definitely brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us. We decorate apparel, custom tumblers, so many fire things. Definitely follow them on both Instagram and Facebook at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. As I was saying, there's been so much death that I've seen over the last week or so. And so there's someone who lost their grandfather. There's someone who lost their father. There's a close family friend that lost their mother and their sister. And so I want to definitely send <clears throat> tremendous amounts of love and prayer to them for our In Love and Memory segment. And this week, I want our In Love and Memory segment, one of the names specifically, because I don't have everyone's name, but I definitely want to say In Loving Memory to Brenda Horsey. She was a great family friend of mine. She was someone who was there for myself and my family in a time that not a lot of people were. And I know that her family is feeling it right now. So for myself, the Grief Bully Podcast, I send so much love out to the Horsey family and our prayers are going to continue to be with them throughout the rest of their journey. We're always here in your corner and certainly praying for you. Guys, it has been another episode of Grief Bully Podcast, episode 95. We are on the heels of episode 100. I am looking forward to it. I will have something really special for you guys for that accomplishment that we have done together. It hasn't been me by myself, guys. Always know that I love your support. Feel free. If you want to DM me, hit me up. If you have questions, kind of how to dialogue that you witnessed that I've had today, feel free to follow me over on Instagram and hit me up at I underscore AM underscore Jay Nicole, guys. So next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace. Mm-hmm.